Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On today's episode of the Bolts broadcast, an underwhelming USA performance leads to a familiar result. Be tuned. Season 3, episode 82 of the Bolts broadcast. Mike Mitchelson and Chase Croshaw with you today. Chase, how are you on this Wednesday morning? Wow, look at yeah, that. It, it is the morning, but I'm chugging along. Forgot to take my Allegra today, so oh, who knows beautiful. how the allergy is going to be over, over the show. Um, still find it funny that we're still doing the whole B-Tuned thing, at, you know, mm-hmm. like 60 episodes later. Yeah. But I, I'm chilling. How are you? I'm doing well. And I got a good amount of sleep first time in, I don't know, probably two weeks because... Even my weekend, I had to get up early because I had to get to uh, Mount Pleasant and then had to get out of the hotel quick. So, but I was able to sleep in a little bit today. Had the day off. So, what a hard life you live there. Yeah, you, 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 you got paid to gamble and paid your golf paid for you. What a hard life. Uh, actually, I had paid for the golf. Oh, that's that's okay. Never mind. Hard life. <laughs> Very hard life. <laughs> um, yeah. So had a fun time last night. I, I think you did too. Yeah. Chase was doing a stream on the THPN channel on YouTube, a little watch along for the USA Germany game. Uh, I was at Top Golf, yes. having a great time. Yeah, yeah. sick invite. Uh, yeah, you know, sorry. Well, I was with work people. You don't yeah, work with yeah. me. So. I, yeah, no, that's fine. That's fine. How was but, the stream? Yeah, I thought it was solid. It was definitely you know unique. It was, it was my first time doing it. Um, it's we could tell by my like one time hosting the show by myself and like my two YouTube videos. I don't, I don't have just like, I, I don't have the like lead host voice. You know, I'm much better at, prov- at like providing content, but in terms of like providing fluidity, it's not really necessarily w- w- what I bring. So it's, it's a little hard for me to do things like that solo, but I thought I did better than I, than I did in all, in all those previous instances doing things by myself. Um, it, it's, it's a little bit easier when, you know, the chat's giving you things to engage with where instead of just trying to completely feed off, off of yourself and your own energy and kind of reacting to the game. But I, you know, I, I don't know how much of the game that you actually got to watch. I, I don't know if you saw that whole 10 minute review process that, that was just, that, that was terrible. So I, I, I just, I didn't know how to fill in that time. I just, I'm talking about like kind of random nonsense the best I could while kind of also being quiet, but they legitimately Took, did an eight minute review and then a coach's challenge after that review for two minutes. Like it, it was just the longest review process I've ever seen in sports history. Very good. Um, and yeah, I noticed that 
when chat were asking questions, it was a lot easier to pick up on stuff. So uh, anyone listening right now to the Bolts broadcast, make sure to tune into some of those. Uh, follow Chase at Chawdust on Twitter, and he will be announcing when he's going live. Uh, I might pop into a couple if um, you know time permits uh, with work and everything. But I realized that maybe you thought I had a burner account in there because there was one guy that kept asking about Joe Burrow, and I'm like, that's not yeah. me. Yeah, uh, yeah, that, yeah. I, I, it was weird too because I think they said they were like a, a New York sports fan too at the, at the end of the day, and but they mm-hmm. were asking about Joe Burrow specifically. Like, why are they asking about Burrow specifically? It's so random, but it, it was it was cool that I got. Asked a good multitude of questions. Got to talk football. Of course, talked a bunch of hockey. Mm-hmm. Even asked a little bit of baseball and basketball. It was, it was just it was, it was good. It was good conversations, especially when the chat. You know, they, they there there were points where it slowed down a little bit, where the views were a bit lower. But once they started coming in a bit more, um, and you know, really tried generating the questions, it was, it was a lot easier to kind of kind of maintain. Also, um, shout out to Hot Takes Hockey hitting me up with a, with a little bit of a raid, spiking my viewers a little bit. Nice. Um, yeah, he he hosted the the earlier show. He hosted the one for the. Um, Lafayette Finland game and then he was doing I think he's doing a live stream during that game as well or some, something along the lines of that and then he sent sent a bunch of his viewers over to my stream ended up subscribing to the YouTube page so that was cool them that mean they're helping engage chat a little more as well so it, it was it was definitely a, a good experience overall um you know go, going forward I'm on the schedule for at least one more hopefully and try to find uh, time to make some more work but I will definitely be on the schedule for um one more at least and I, I think that I don't know when the game actually is, but the medal game, if it's a USA, it's Saturday. Yeah. So I feel like if USA's, you know, in that, it's got to be a, got to be one where we're in. So you would think, but that Saturday Uh is the night of the Toronto Pilots concert. Oh, yeah. Bad timing, eh? Uh, Why would you pay for that? Bad timing. And then is that before or after the My Chemical Romance concert? MCR comes here in September. Okay. On a Tuesday. You're, you're so On giddy about this. It's oh, so, so funny. Dude, I because I bought these tickets in like 2019. Mm-hmm. It's 2022 because it keeps getting delayed because of COVID. Been waiting. It's going to get delayed again. I will the, the I have a meltdown. Monkey box. I would have an absolute, I'd have an absolute meltdown to the likes that you've never seen before. It, like it's, it's been a show so many times they had to just throw it on a Tuesday. It, just a random Tuesday in at, at Little Caesars Arena. But I don't care. I, I'm, I'm just excited to finally be able to go. There you go. All right. Well, no Tampa news today. Because um, nothing's happened. Yeah, we're we're in that drought when it comes to NHL news, hockey news overall. Um, so this is going to be a majority World Juniors episode. Going to be looking at the USA game. And then after the commercial break, look at the two other games that took place. Czech versus Slovakia, Finland versus Latvia. And then we'll make some medal predictions as well. But the one piece of news we do have coming out of the NHL, is uh, Pacioretty. He has an Achilles tear. That's not something that uh, you want to see. No, that that sucks, uh, especially for a guy as talented as he is, someone who really has flown under the radar last few years for some reason. Some people think he's dropped off, but at the end of the day, he's still playing like a very elite player. Uh, you get him for free. You think, you, oh, we won this trade massively, and then, it, you know, it's August 10th is today. Mm-hmm. So... You're not going to see him until February now. That sucks. That changes your plans quite a bit. You know, you're missing out in that time span, a potential thirty to forty points at like at least. That, that, that's that's a that's enough of a difference to lose you a couple hockey games. So that that definitely sucks for Carolina's end. Hopefully, you know, for their sake, they can they can figure out how to fill fill that spot. 
Um, I'm, I'm sure they'll be okay. I don't think it's going to, you know, throw them out of this contention sphere that they're in, but it's definitely hurt a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. All right, World Juniors. Uh, we know it's underway. First games happened yesterday, Tuesday the 9th. Let's talk about the U.S. game first. That is our home country. And it was a 5-1 victory. However, it didn't look quite as dominant as some would expect. It was a weird game. I mean, <laughs> if you just look at the stats after like the first period, and shots ended up being twenty-five to four is what it was listed as, and they ended up with fifty in the game. Um, ended up winning five to one, and after the first period, it was only two nothing in favor of the U.S. The, it just they didn't look like very good through, through the whole process. Like it, it just it looked sloppy. I don't know if maybe something's up the ice, but up. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I don't know if something's up with the ice, but. Seemed like every pass was going to the blue line was bouncing over defenseman's sticks. Um, seemed like it was hard to just make a tape to tape pass. It, it just wasn't very crisp. There was a lot of dumb plays, like like the Jack Peart turnover that almost led to a Germany goal, led to a, you know a quasi breakaway for them. It was just a very very sloppy game for Team USA. A game I know they're not taught to play at the program, and I think ninety to ninety five percent of the kids on the team at minimum played like played at the program. So they're definitely used to the style of hockey and, and know how the, how it wants to be played in the US. So it, it was kind of disappointing to see. A little concerning. I get that it's it's summer hockey at the end of the day. We're playing the World Juniors here in August, which is completely new territory. Um a lot of these guys, they're usually preparing for their NHL camps at this point where now they have to try to prepare for World Juniors camp. And yeah, the World Juniors tournament itself might be a good you know, precursor for your NHL camp, but you're training in a, in a different way than you normally would going into NHL camp. So it, it makes for a different quality of hockey. Um, hopefully by the time it hits the metal round, they're up to speed and, and they're showing a little bit better because reality, if, if they kind of look as sloppy as they did against a team like Canada, I mean, they're going to lose 6 7 nothing because it's going to be, you know, small mistakes lead to turnovers and the goaltending for the U.S. is kind of spotty as it is. So those turnovers are going to generate high-scoring chances and a better team's just going to win. Thank God. It was Germany, and they had really nothing other than Nikita Kwap going for them, so they really couldn't compete much in this game. Yeah, looking up and down the board, the roster talent differential is huge between these two teams. And then when you look at best players of the game, Luke Hughes takes it for the U.S. And and Yannick Prosk does for Germany. I know you had a big issue on that when it came yeah. to the stream last night. So I understand... You know, you, you, you want to say Nikita Kwap led in a couple tough goals. Sure, th- that's fine. Like, you know, the one um, where he was sliding across try, trying to redirect the, the puck kind of into the boards and kind of squeak under his pad, that w- that was definitely a tough one. Like, I, I, I can understand that. And then the one from the goal line, you don't want to let that in. But if, if he doesn't play in that game, I mean, Germany doesn't even have a chance. The other three goals, he, nothing he could do about. He made 50 saves in a hockey game. No goalie should have him make that many saves in, in a regulation hockey game. He's the only reason that this game was five to one. Any other goalie plays, it's it's eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, one. It, it wouldn't really wouldn't be be as close to this. He played phenomenal. I I would be a little upset if I was him not getting that player of the game award. I would not know how to feel if I was the player receiving that award over him. Um, it's a cool award to get. The trophies that they given out that the hockey sticks that are painted were pretty cool, but I would kind of feel like I, I don't think I deserve this one. I mean, we we lost five to one, and the only reason that it was even close is because our goaltender stood on his head. So I, I do have a big problem with that. Nikita Kwap, he looked like someone who, you know, maybe down the road one day could could have some legitimate NHL potential. He's 
He's a six-round pick by Carolina. Um, not someone I'm expecting to make that jump anytime soon uh, because there still was some shaky moments. But he had he has good size, and he made a couple really nice plays that kind of make you feel optimistic for the future. So maybe Germany has a future stud goalie on their hands, even if not at the NHL level. Maybe he does well in the European levels, and maybe he's good in the international circuit going forward. But really, he was the only bright spot for that team. And the nice thing for the U.S. is even though they looked a little sloppy out there, it's a nice group to kind of get up to speed because we have Switzerland, we've got Austria. Those are our next two games. And then Sweden is our last game in our Group B. And the nice thing is we don't have to go against Finland. We don't have to go against Canada. They're in Group A. And then, of course, Russia not being in the tournament at all. Uh, we're not going to have to go up against them either. So we've got a couple of games to kind of get up to pace, get up to speed. So hopefully they can do that, and it feels like a top two in Group B is an absolute lock for them. It doesn't feel like Switzerland or Austria really has a chance. No, it it would take something pretty pathetic for them not to clinch that spot, especially when you know you're comparing the, the talent levels of the teams. Um, it's 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 pretty steep. So I, I I can't imagine them not not taking that number two spot and at, at worst and and should have a chance going on a decent run there. Um, and you, I, I, I know you mentioned Canada and, and Finland, but still, like Slovakia, Czechia, those two countries are are very strong countries as well. Very, very good in this tournament, and it was a very entertaining game for them. Uh, game one yesterday, so like they're, they're you know they're, they're good competition levels as well. So that whole pool is going to be tough. Whereas the U.S. and Sweden kind of get to walk to the the playoff round, right? And we'll talk about that game after this commercial break. The action never ends at the DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, the DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus, with same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code THPN, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Shout out to our friends over at DraftKings. Thanks so much for sponsoring the show. Make sure to head over to DraftKings for any of your sports betting needs. All right, Chase, let's now talk about that Czech-Slovakia game. It was the very first game to kick off World Juniors. It was a close one with the Czechs taking the game. Yeah, and it was <coughs> excuse me. It was a nice little back and forth. Um it ended up being a 5-4 final. Slovakia took a 2-0 lead. Then the Czechs come out, and they, they kind of storm back, end up getting a 4-2 uh, lead, and Slovakia fights back, only for the Czech Republic to get kind of last-minute goal there in the third. But it was, it was an entertaining hockey game. Of the three games, this one was, was the most entertaining for sure. Uh, you know, there's a couple very entertaining prospects to watch throughout this process. Um, you know, when, when whether it be... Sorry, my computer's freaking out on me a little bit. But... Um, there we go, the U-20s. But, you know, whether it be a younger guy like, like Dabor Dvorsky or if you're seeing, you know, a, a bigger name like, like David Yurichek for the Czechs, um, there, there was some, definitely some names to be 
to, to be watched. It, it was it was pretty entertaining overall. Um, I kind of wish that game was slotted in for um, the later night game. Originally, I was supposed to live stream for the game as well, but I had some stuff come up, so I couldn't. Um, that you know that one would have been been a little more in, enjoyable, but it was definitely a, a good hockey game and kind of reinforces how I felt that you know Slovakia just needs a couple things to go their way and they, they could have a sneaky chance of meddling in, in this tournament. I mean, they're they're a strong enough roster to get it done, so it'd be cool to see them have that kind of success. Absolutely, and then we see the legend Ivan Ivan also on that Czech team. Love yes. to see that. I uh, was just going through the lines and I saw on Czech's team they've got Stepan Nemec. And I was thinking at first, I saw S. Namich. I'm like, are you shitting me? Is Simone Namich playing for Czech when he is Slovakian? But no, we're good. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, it, it, it is not. I, I, I don't even know if there's any relation or not. I'm assuming that there's that there's probably not. But no, it, it, is, it is not indeed him. But yeah, anyways, this, this Slovak team, it's... It's, it's It really is interesting, though. It's going to be interesting to see what Dalbor Dvorsky can do throughout the rest of the tournament. He had a great um, Lincoln Gretzky tournament last year and was eligible to play in the tournament again this year, but it kind of felt like it'd be unfair for him competing against everyone else because he played so dominantly. So I think he's got a chance to have a uh, Uriah Slavkowski type of rise this year where right now some people are over the place on him. I, I, know I, I have him as a legitimate, you know, in, in that third tier of prospects in this draft class, and tier one is Bedard, tier two is Mishkov, so he's in that third tier of guys for me. But um, I, I've seen some people say, oh, you know, he, he's got to fight for a top 10 spot because his draft class is so deep. But I think he's going to come on the scene pretty hard. He should be playing a lot of minutes in the Allsvenskan this year, which is the second uh, league in Sweden. And it'll be nice to see him play out through the rest of the tournament. I think he's going to kind of creep up the lineup, get more and more minutes. He ended up playing about third line minutes today or in this game. I think by the time we're at game four and then going into the playoff round, he's going to be playing more minutes. Do you think Dvorsky could be a top five player in this tournament. Uh, there's a lot of good players in here with the likes of Connor Bedard and David Yurichek and over on the U.S. side too. But Dalibor Dvorsky, a promising prospect, could he make a big statement in World Juniors similar to, you know, Austin Matthews coming in at his underager year um, playing with Jack Eichel and he was one of the most talented guys out there. I mean, it'd be cool, but like we got to be realistic when you're looking at a lot of the older players in this, it, it makes more sense for them to to have better better tournaments, especially now that they're you know even older. Like normally they'd be playing this in in December or January, but now they're playing the same tournament in August, so they've got that eight more months of development. It, it, you'd be hard pressed to not see the older guys you know find more success. Even a guy like Adjuratu who put up four points for Finland, um, you know he's someone that that's bound to have that success. The loads of names on Team Canada, the names on the United States, the names in Sweden, Finland. Um, there's a lot of names he has to beat out. I could see a path where if they win games, he ends up as a top five scorer because he's going to need to do it kind of out of necessity. But in terms of just like pure ability on the ice for now, I, I, I can't say he's necessarily a top five guy in this tournament because there's just uh, there's a lot of talent in this tournament right now. Mm-hmm. Well, you mentioned Finland. They beat Lafia six to one. Uh, wasn't much of a competition here, but to see Latvia in the tournament just makes me happy. Brings me some yeah. joy. Yeah, it's good for them. They get in because Russia is no longer in it. And they competed They competed hard. You can't lie. I thought it was going to be more of a drubbing than 6-1. I, I thought Finland was going to run away with this one. And they did look like the better team. But I, I thought it was going to be a, a bigger difference. But they, they, they competed hard. They did the best they could. Um, and, and, you know, that's, that's that's all you can do sometimes. But Team Finland, um, I, I was surprised. Uh, Roni Hironen got player of the game for them. Put up three points, a goal, two assists. Looked good. But Kemmel and Rautu both had four points. I thought it was me. Joachim mm-hmm. Kemmel's award to win that game. 
uh, that you know those three players look super strong for for Finland, and it it was just it was just a nice game for them. Finland plays really well at this U twenty tournament because they have such a like implemented system that they play in that um th- like for all the, all these tournaments. It's especially at the U twenty level where guys are a little more developed and can understand the game a little better. They do much better with it. But every year the Finnish roster, you're like. You know, it's a solid roster. It's not necessarily some dominant roster, but but it's it's, it's not bad. You know, I'd maybe put rank it like fifth, and they medal almost every single year because they just play such a strong game. And it's kind of what we saw in this one. Um, yeah, you know, Kemal, Ratu, Hirvonen, uh, those guys are good talents, but it's also different than having like a Connor Bedard, Mason McTavish that you're going to see in Team Canada. Mm-hmm. But they they just play that strong game. They're definitely going to be a team that's in competition for medal this year. And then Brad Lambert, he got on the score sheet too. Kemal uh, and Lambert, two of those guys coming into this draft class that. Uh, were highly touted, and um, some would say that both dropped. So uh, Both absolutely did drop. I mean, Kemmel, there was no excuse for him to go outside the top 10, and Lambert I still had as a pretty highly ranked guy, so I, I thought he was a great value at 30, I think is what he ultimately went. Mm-hmm. Um, so 100% both guys dropped. And Nashville and Winnipeg. Those are the two teams that uh, hey, Nashville, are capitalizing on that. Nashville sucks at drafting forwards, so maybe this is a sign that Kemmel's going to be terrible. I mean, the last fin- finish four they drafted, do you remember who that was? Patrick Hornquist. Eli Tolvanen. Oh, yes. He's not working out the greatest. The one and only. He was the, very good he overseas. Had that dominant draft plus one year in the KHL, then slowed yeah. down a little bit, came over to North America, and it just never found his footing. Damn. He can still be a solid player, I, th- I think, yeah. but but he's not going to be like a top line guy. Like, there was a chance that it could have been. Well, Joachim Kemmel putting up four points in this one. Yeah, and uh, Joachim Kemmel, he, he looked good. He, he he looked dangerous. He looked like he was very smart there. He looked as advertised, so I'm not I'm not really worried about him at the end of the day. He, he did look strong. The, the Finnish team, there's definitely some talent to look for in the NHL. All right, Chase. Well, today, Wednesday's games, we've got Sweden, Switzerland, Latvia, Canada, Germany, Austria. The nice thing, uh, Sweden, Switzerland going to be on at 2. After we're done recording, we're not professionals. We're hitting B-dubs, going to go try their new chicken sandwich, and... Uh, this game should be on. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Yeah, so that, that, that'll be good to watch. Um, I wish I wish that Latvia Canada was the second game, or the third game of the day, not not, not the second game, because it sounds like I've got some potential dinner plans that might interrupt this. Nice. So that's very frustrating. I want to see Canada play. I want to see Connor Bedard do what he did against Austria last year and put up four goals. Mm-hmm. But none, nonetheless, this slate of games, it should be entertaining. Uh, I think Sweden-Switzerland has a chance to be somewhat competitive, but Sweden should have the the you know strong advantage. And game two, Canada Lavia shouldn't really be much of a debate. And then game three between Austria Germany, that one, it's kind of a, you know more of a battle of the bottom feeders, but it should be a pretty good game. And then obviously uh, those games don't really have any effect on the people listening right now. But if you are listening on Thursday morning, you do have Finland, Czech, and Slovakia, Canada coming up with USA ending the day off against Switzerland. A good slate of games there on Thursday. Uh, very competitive between Finland, Czech, uh, Slovakia, and Canada could even be competitive depending what Slovakian team we get. And then who doesn't like to end it with a USA win, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the tough thing about Thursday is I can't watch that Canada-Slovakia game either. Oh. But I'll be, I'll More be dinner plans? Game. What's that? More dinner plans? Not not dinner plans, oh, okay. hockey plans. Okay. Very nice. Yeah, so at least it's for, at least it's for something enjoyable. Mm-hmm. All right, Chase. Well, let's make some medal predictions here, and then we'll end the show off with a hockey name of the day. Uh, shall we start gold to bronze or bronze to gold? Um, I mean, let's let's go gold to bronze because I, I feel like, you know, if, if you say, oh, here's my bronze and silver, then the gold might be a bit obvious at that point. So oh, well, let's maybe I had Austria at gold. <laughs> maybe, maybe you do. Um, you can you can do that if you want. But I'm, I'm going to I'm going to pump the brakes here and 
I can't really go anywhere but Canada for gold. Um, I, I just I just think it's too strong of a team. The path is set up the right way where, you know, if they go 4-0 in group play, they shouldn't really have much of an issue finding their way in the gold medal game. Um, it, it just seems like it makes too much sense. Um, do you want me to go silver and bronze, or do you want to do your gold as well? Uh, you can go silver, bronze. That's right. fine. Silver, you know, I could see a path where Finland ends up finishing second in that pool on the side, and we end up seeing a um, Canada-Finland kind of gold medal game. And we see Finland, you know, have a chance to come out on top, but probably grab that silver. And then the bronze, you know, I got a feeling it's just going to be USA-Slovakia playing that game. I, I just hmm. I just do. Um, I'm going to give the edge to the United States in that one. They're going to grab bronze, and it's kind of more optimism than, like, my true feeling because they obviously I, I have my concerns from the previous game and with the goaltending, but I, I just got a feeling Slovakia is going to end up with a sneaky win, end up in, in a medal game. And then the U.S. should have an easy path to at least a medal game as well. Mm. Uh, there's no bias on mine. Okay, just want to okay. just want to put that out okay. there. Uh, USA's taking gold. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's because we thought USA started slow against Germany. Watch out, Canada is going to be starting slow against Latvia. It's not going to be you know, it's not going to be like a three-two game. It's not going to be close, but. They're not going to look great, similar to, you know, USA against Germany. So uh, that's why Canada is going to come in second and get that silver medal. Mm, And then uh, we're going to get a USA-Canada gold medal game. Yeah. Cool. I'm 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 fine with that. That'd be cool. That's why we need to be on the stream. Well, I should be on the stream. You're going to be at one of them pilots. I will be. And then uh, I agree. Finland is, uh, it's always a matchup between Finland and Sweden. You know, which, which team is the best outside of North America. Well, in Russia, but they're not in there. And I think Finland has the edge this year. So Yeah, and Sweden, they 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 really love going out there and just laying an egg when it comes to the metal round. They play they've obviously had that long streak of dominating the um the round robin play, then they finally had a couple losses in, in the last tournament. But they really find a way to struggle in the metal games and Finland just does a good job keeping it together. So I absolutely see no way that Finland doesn't medal in this tournament. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, let's do hockey name of the day. I'm going to end it off here as our guest for WNP has just arrived. Is that why Tucker's barking? That is why Tucker's barking. Okay. We've got Carter Schunderword. Schunderword. Okay, I don't know what the hell's going on with my computer. Why Why is this up? Hold on. I'm going to have an absolute meltdown. Um. Okay, you know what? There we go. Sorry. I, I, I had some weird pop-up that just wouldn't go away, but we got it. Yeah, so Carter Schunderword. That's close. Yeah. Close enough. Our, so Carter, he um, unfortunately I came across this name uh, just on a random search, but he did pass away um, at 19 years old on June 8th, 2021. So rest in peace to Carter. But Carter did play in the Greater Ontario Junior Hockey League um, for the St. Mary's Lincolns and the Stratford Warriors. But uh, you know, just a def- definitely very cool name. Um, you know, sorry to hear about his passing, but just random. You know, I, I do a random search for on Elite Prospects, hit the randomizer, and it comes up with a random name sometimes, and this is one that I found. I was like, I like it. Didn't even check to see any of the, any of the information about him until just now, so that is very sad to ah. find out. Mm-hmm. Very cool name. Uh, let's, let's do some checks going forward, Chase. Yeah. I don't I don't want the show to end on a sorrow. Yeah, that's know. fair. Uh, rest in peace, Carter. But, Chase, that's going to do it for the show. I want to thank you so much for coming out. And as always, no, actually, you got to do that. Yeah, I'll well, say, well, you're taking my, taking my thunder here. <laughs> as always, I want to thank you guys for listening. Check us out on Patreon. You want to follow us on Twitter, at Bolts Broadcast, at Bolts Broadcast. You can follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter, at HockeyPodNet. That's at HockeyPodNet. Right, I go follow WMP on Twitter, at WMP Sports Pod. That's WMP Sports Pod. 
Make sure to follow us or, or subscribe to us on YouTube for both WNP, the Run Out Professionals on YouTube, and at the Hockey Podcast Network. So you can you know be in tune with the live streams that are coming out for the next one that I'm going to be on. Make sure you have the notifications on. Make sure to go to the Hockey Back. Po- yeah. Make sure the Hockey Podcast Network.com. Find all the podcasts that are right there. Boom, click the logo, listen, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. We have something if you could raise five stars, that'd be great. Send us questions, comments, concerns. Whatever you do, do not get you to coach. THPN, DraftKings, do it. There you go. This is what the, <laughs> this is what the Noah Allegra does. Nice. Bye.